everybody, and welcome to a bonus Time Vein episode of Two-Headed Game Master. I'm Cosmo, and we are playing Enzo's ongoing Cosmic Horror Western Adventure, coming at you every Monday and Friday until we finish. Dane, why don't you tell us what happened last time? Well, Cosmo, last time we both fell down a fucking elevator shaft. We did clear the blockage in the mine and returned to camp to get our payment. So let's get back into it. Alright, as, as Nathan takes another swig of his flask, you guys reach the real world. The above ground, if you will. The normal place where normal people a, hang out. I take a deep breath of fresh air. Mm. Nathan, fuck. and I'm trying to figure out, so it's Mr. Spade to you guys. His name is Mr. Spade. <laughs> well, down in the mine when he's fucking holding us hostage. Yeah, when he's got a gun on it's us. Nathan. It's, well, he wanted Hey, fucking Nathan. He didn't want to get shot or be in a position of power, so... And so die. he opens the gate and he, like, comes over to, to Ronnie to also, like, like, help him up. And, like, if he needs it. It's like, he holds out a hand, like, do you... Are we going to Callahan? He, um, and it's like, it's... So you've been down there about... Mm, I'm gonna say a total of, like, six hours. Time I'm, from entering the mine to coming out. So it's... I'm good to walk. I'm okay. It's like midday. It's sunny out. It's not quite winter yet. So there's no big clouds in the sky. So it's mostly... It's a beautiful it's still rocky mountain. chilly probably, though. It's still chilly because it's also in the mountains. So it's an Aspen. Because it's up in the mountains. <laughs> not an Aspen. Maybe. But yeah, it's, it's chilly out, but it's sunny. The little bit of sun that shows between the peaks is... Bright, shiny. He like goes to help Mr. Ronald up. Mr. Ronald, like, I, can I, I, give you a I hand? take his, I take his hand, but I'm okay to walk after he helps me up. I'm and like he like makes kind of makes sure and is like, all right. What I would say is, if you're looking for Father Callahan, and he like he pulls out a timepiece and like checks it. Uh, yeah, and he like puts it away. This time he's in his chapel. And uh, if you go to him, he'll be able to help you. In the meantime, if you follow him or not, if you want to go to the links and, you know, relax, Joanna will be happy to care for your needs, and I will send Spud over shortly with each of your payments. And once Mr. Ronald is uh, better, come back to see me, and I'll... I have more work for you both. Safiri, so I'll uh, go see the doctor. Uh, if you could have, if you could rustle up some drink for us, that'd be just fine. Nobody can manage that. Okay, and like, after like... I, I head to the... Alright, so the chapel isn't like hard to find either. It's one of the bigger buildings, the way... It's got a... And it's got a big cross on it. It's got a steeple. And it's got a steeple. Real quick, so he walks off to the t chapel. I kind of just stand there looking at... Well, uh, after like he tells you both those things, Nathan Spade also like starts to go back to the store. As he turns, I say, uh, Mr. Spade, sir. I keep walking. I'm off to the chapel. Uh, he like stops. I he can't... turns around to look at you. And he's like, yes, Mr. Uh, and he like blanks... <laughs> Mr. Sulfuris. Yes. Is that right? Yes. 
I'm doing it. I was doing a bit. Yes. uh, You never answered my question. I think I answered your question very truthfully. I've been to the ocean, and I prefer the Rocky Mountains. You know that's not the question I was talking about. And I flash in my winning smile. Are you you trying to do something with that? Yeah, and I flash in my winning smile. Like a who is they? Who is they? Are you trying? So like you're trying trying to to persuade persuade him him to tell you to tell me. All right, so Nathan Spade ain't no chump when it comes to business and secrets. So what's your winning smile? What's your winning smile's worth? Well, that depends on what it's. Is it uh, charisma? It's charisma. It's charisma. So that's that's an eight. <laughs> and Nathan Spade. Awful lot of table reading over there. Oh, yeah, I don't know it as well as you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just um, trying to break up the dead air. It's, uh... <laughs> Fuck, sorry, what was your... Eight. Eight, yours is eight. I have an eight-level winning smile. I have a level eight winning smile. So you need a 12. Fuck. 19? 19. 19 is pretty good. It's really good. (laughs) Nathan Spade is like looking at you and he sees your, your smile. And, you know, a smile in business... goes a long way depending on how you use it and he appreciates it and he sees a knack he sees something in you oh does he know and he also likes you enough and he also appreciates what you guys have just done for him and so he like you know hands it like puts his hands in his like pocket and like steps a little closer and it says they are the ones who are stealing from me, Mr. Salferis. And you look like, how old are you? 31. Not a young, you can't say young man. No, but probably if if he went to the 49 gold rush. Well, he yeah, was then, a kid. Then he's then he's old, probably he was, old as dirt. He was a kid though. Right, so he's still older than me by a margin. He's like, yeah, Nathan is like in his. 60s I think he could call something. me a young man. It's like, well, it's nice to see a promising young man who asks questions. Not an answer. <laughs> well, I answered you. Yeah, I told you that still they not were, an answer. <laughs> they they are who are stealing from me, and are corrupting this town, and this mining. Operation, and he—I'm trying to say with like I don't know, like the chutzpah, the chutzpah of like <laughs> like hell on hell on wheels, the yeah. train show or something like that. Manager or mm. like in—that's a deep cut. What? No. Did y'all actually watch that show? Yeah. Enough of it. Yeah, I'm the main guy. Really, I only saw like bumpers for it when Walking Dead was on. We watched <laughs> at least like a season or two. Yeah. Anyways. Or as the other American businessman in Deadwood. Deadwood. Who is... That's Timmy. less of a deep cut. I feel like that has more All right, cultural that guy, resonance. That guy is like... Yeah. Oh, fuck. I lost, <laughs> you lost I it. I lost the train of thought. <laughs> so, yeah. 
They are who's stealing from me and corrupting this town to what it is you see before you like does a wide gesture to the mm. shabble of buildings that are now falling apart behind him. And they are who need to be stopped. And with that he like does a hard turn. So a whip. And like walking into his office, like you see him just like into the back door, like taking a hard swig. <laughs> and you also you're just like Spud <laughs> I uh I stand there for a second, then I uh spit a big loogie of all the like mine dust out. Yep, there's a lot. And I I go to the bar to procure the drink. All right. So right now we'll do a we'll do a split thing. Splitsies. Uh, we'll go Speaking to, of drinks. So uh, we'll go to Ronnie. Loogie of mine dust. Um, this is the first time Big Ronnie's been down a mine. So on his way to Callahan, he's digging in his nose and having a really hard, unpleasant time. With all his boogies now being <laughs> completely suffused with coal dust or whatever. Those but are the best boogies. Those I are the say. worst boogies. I disagree. They taste bad. <laughs> I mean, they're the worst. They're the I don't eat them. I don't eat them. <laughs> I don't eat the boogies. But Big Ronnie does. <laughs> and I might too sometimes. <laughs> I've been caught. <laughs> I, I go to find the priest. All right, so you you have been, like, not very hard to find, you know, the only chapel in Ironville. Mm-hmm. It's a classic Western chapel. It's not very big. Big room, little room in the back. Tall. Little steeple. Big steeple. A bell mm-hmm. at the top with a big cross at the top of it. And you walk inside, no one's in there, except at the front of the room, there's a lone figure from your time as an Irishman who <laughs> most of the time are Catholic. Is that Yeah. Eh, I I, I walk up I walk up to the to the altar beside him and I, I kneel properly and I like cross myself. And after I've made my uh abasements Penance. before before God I, I say uh Father Father Callahan and after like Saying a couple words, he turns to you, and he is, although you're both kneeling at this point, he's a tall man. He's not, he, his name is Callahan, that's what they said. So you imagine Irish, he's maybe a little Irish, but he's dressed in the traditional, he's got a long... Yeah, he's a priest. He's a priest. He's tra- he, all in black. He's got the collar. I don't know what a fucking priest looks like. <laughs> I don't know. He's got a big bushy beard, though. Okay. And big bushy eyebrows. And, like, for the age <laughs> that maybe you imagine maybe priests as, like, he looks kind of young because his hair isn't all mm. gray. A little on the young side? It's, like, it's a little brown. Like, his hair, he's still got a mostly full head of hair, but just, you know, cut well enough. Well, but say, shabby. Uh, but also his clothes are shabby. His everything's shabby in this town. Yeah, but let me tell you that you don't know that. <laughs> and he turns an to you, and he turns to you and is like, "My son, you look like you're in pain." Oh, uh, father, I'm managing all right, but I would love it if you could fix me up because this this here broken ribs standing in the way of me. Enjoying a enjoying a glass of something hot at the at the links, and he, Father Callahan, he kind of looks at you, 
and he kind of looks at your like kind of grimaces, like when you breathe, and like if you're clutching. That's what most. Yeah, I am do. a little bit. He like looks at you. And it's like I can see you're in pain, my son. Maybe in more ways than one, but I can help you. <laughs> and he does. He takes you to like his little back room, his little office, if you will, and he gives you a little bit of like. Some like uh, laudium, laudanum, laudanum. Right, thank you. Use you a little laudanum mm-hmm. to ease the pain, to give me brain damage. <laughs> at the time, to- at the time, <laughs> it's pretty good. I'd take it. And then he like he wraps your side, and he also does like a little you know once over like physical inspection, and is like what. My son, what happened to you? And he's, well, before that, all right, let me do it a little better. My son, you definitely aren't from here, are you? And, like, as he's, like, you know, feeling your sides, like, slowly poking the ribs. Mm. Ow. And he's, like, you from out of town? Uh, you work for the company now, I'm guessing. I do now. I'm... From a county down in the Emerald Isle originally. He pokes Ow! The, the broken rib. <laughs> Ow! I'm sorry. Fuck. Keep going. As, yeah, as I said, I... Said, fuck in the house of God? I did. I'm sorry, Father. Forgive me. I I, I'm from county down. Uh, I, came, I came to this country about ten years ago as a... Uh, and then he kind of shuts up. <laughs> Father, you... Uh, <laughs> Stop poking me. Like, <laughs> after, after he away, he grabs like some bandages. And he's just listening. After you've patched me up here, uh, would you mind hearing a confession? I, I, I. It's been some time, and I feel I must uh, unburden myself. And like he's rummaging around in like a little cabinet, like stops for a second to listen. He's like and he's going, like pulls like a bandage out. He's like, "Of course, my son. It's one of my." main functions in this town. Everyone confesses. Well, that's fucking ominous. <laughs> and then he, started, he starts to, like, just wrap your ribs. Uh-huh. And do you up. And, like, small talk, he's like, yep, I was... I was... Where'd you say you were from? County Down? County Down. And he's like, I had relatives there. Oh. I still remember the County Down... The, the star of the county. The down. F- the fair. The fair. Oh, of the county fair. Down. That's a great little. Uh, mm. hey, if my ribs didn't up. fucking hurt, I'd I'd rattle off that tune on me yeah. on me banjo. No, 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 and, and he like finishes wrapping you up and he's like, "Yep." And he's like, "Yeah." It's been so long now. <laughs> and it's like he gives you a little like bottle of his laudanum. It's like you should be fine. Minimize any extracurricular activities. No heavy lifting, no heavy breathing. <laughs> breathing? And you should be fine. Oh, uh, you in, know I've got to breathe, Father. In a day or two. The rib isn't too bad from what I can tell. And granted, I'm a priest, not a doctor. So you should be pretty good in a couple of days. 
Well, I I appreciate it. And then he like once you're like kind of dressed, he like gestures out to the hall to where like the confession booth is. Okay. I I go into my side. And we'll do a pause on yours, and we'll go to to Mister to Salfres. So he's only Mister Salfres to Nathan Spade. What what is that name from? Where'd you find it? It's it was the the name of my Greek captain. In Greece. Oh. When I went to Greece. He was a cool guy. Is that how you spell it? Yes. Sephiris. How do you spell it? S-E-F-E-R-I-S. Sephiris? Um, Sephiris. I don't know if that's actually that how he's, my captain spelled it, but, but this he was okay is, with I googled. English I googled, speakers? Yeah. Yeah, he, was, he spoke pretty, real, he spoke real good English. We had some great drunk conversation. Anyways, uh, so but this is how Google told me to spell it. Okay. So. I spelled it wrong when you told me. I could tell that from how you pronounced it. Anyways, yeah, uh, so question: Are my toughness penalties gone? Um, for you, at like, there's gonna be a amount of time in town. Your toughness penalties are gone. Sweet. Yours will be a day or two. Okay. Of just healing, but I imagine by the time you guys go back down back the into mine, the dungeon, it, they will be gone. All right. Okay, so I uh, I head to the the inn. <laughs> the links. Yep, that's okay. the one. So and you walk into it, and Joanna is where you left her, working the bar. There's only one other patron. Well, there's like a couple. There's like there's like a group playing poker, but like it's only like three guys, and they look like travelers. Like they weren't there last night when you. Shut up, maybe they were already asleep or in their rooms. But they're just, you know, whatever. And then there was just an old hermit at the bar. Okay. Milk and a whiskey. I ignore them all. I go to Joanna and like, Joanna, uh, could I possibly get a bottle, miss? And so she is once beautiful. She's old, though, like 50s. Your guess. Your guess is like 50. So maybe a missus then? A missus, possibly. She is well-dressed, though. She has a pretty nice, like, you know, of-the-time gown, like big round sure. around, like, after the, like, hips. Oh, she's not going to a ball or nothing. No, she's the, she's the matriarch of this establishment, and... But she still looks as tired as when you guys saw her earlier this day mm-hmm. in the morning. Whenever you guys got up, whatever, six hours later, it's like afternoon. Noon afternoon right now. And she's like, uh, not like, like a huge smile, but like a genuine smile when you like enter the bar as well as like come up mm-hmm. and ask for a bottle. She's like, she kind of does like a little clap and is like, of course. And like, I, I, flash her, I flash her my pearls too. Okay. And that old winning smile of mine. <laughs> she like smile a little bigger, but she still is, you know, maybe not, maybe not interested in whatever you might be selling for whatever reason. Selling anything. She doesn't know. But she like pulls out a bottle and a glass. Like, pours you a shot and, like, leaves the bottle next to you. Okay. And it's like, uh, and she says, I'm glad to see you again. I, uh, raise the glass and say, Yamas? 
And she's like, I don't know what that means. This is Greek. I throw it back, and then uh, I gotta go visit Ronnie. Uh, what's for supper? And she, like, she hears the question. She's also like, Ronnie? Like, question mark? Like, is that your friend? Yeah. He's he's a big, strong lad. Where is he? Uh, with the priest. Uh, or with o- the father. Yeah. Is he okay? Yeah, it'd be fine. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, First time down in the mines, you know. <laughs> yep. Many of those come through, and I'm glad to know that he's back up above. Well, anyways, um, I, like, slap the bar. Uh, if you need any help with supper, let me know. I, uh, I teach you some, some Greek recipes. It's going to be great. And she kind of, like, does a little, like, chuckle laugh, a little giggle, and, like, gestures to the room as, like, not many Greeks here. Me. And she's like, I, oh, you want me to cook for you? No, I'll help you. And uh, she gestures again, laughing. I'm, like, walking back out. Well, she gestures again, laughing as you leave. I have a whole inn to feed, and they ain't all Greek. Well, but she also mean about but, it. No, no, she also like kind of winks. But if you have any tips and tricks, like I'll encourage that. I would. I'm all tip, I would baby. love to help. <laughs> and like winks and laughs as you leave the bar. It's like flirtatious, but also not sexual. <laughs> <laughs> not oh, that sexual. Oh, it's not. <laughs> Alright, so I go to Sephirius leaves and you know where Ronnie went. He went to the church. Right. So I'm headed to the church. You're headed there and so as you're heading there we'll cut to Confession your, time. Your, con- mm-hmm. your confession to Father Callahan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, the thing, uh So sat in the booth. Um I don't know how good Ronnie's Ronnie's not a good Catholic by any stretch, so he might even like fuck up crossing himself. Uh, but as he understands it, it's the thought that counts. So you know, he sits down and he crosses himself and he says, uh, "Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned." Uh, what do priests say? <laughs> this isn't great. You don't know that? <laughs> no, I don't. I didn't imagine this part. Uh, you uh, ask. How long? How long has it been? Long and then, it and been? then tell me your All size. Right. How long has it been since your last confession, my oh, son? Oh, father, I can't fucking remember. Ten years must be. Yeah, uh, you must have a lot of sins to share with me. I huh. remember, my son. More Only than the Lord passes judgment, and He is a saving spirit. Well, I uh, I wouldn't want to. Mm. I wouldn't want to put too much on his plate, so to speak, so I'll stick to the big ones. I, uh, I've done murder, Father. I've done murder ever since I came to the United States. I, I came, I came here for gold. I came here to be a prospector. I came here to join the gold rush. I've never worked in a mine. All I've ever done is follow people to better claims and sell their claims once they were gone. Father Callahan is silent 
for a minute and says, Well, my son, those are heavy sins that you might be, you might have to answer for on Judgment Day, but God works in mysterious ways. I don't feel like that's good priest. You're supposed to make me feel better. You're supposed to make it all go away. I can't make anything go away. (laughs) Only God can. Yeah. And although those sins are heavy, God works and has a plan for each and every one of us. Now, my son, you have confessed to me and that is between you and the Lord. I am but a what's the word? Uh speaker. Uh-huh. An instrument for the Lord, as we all are. Now, not to say your sins aren't heavy on your mind, but understand that... Oh, Father, they're so fucking heavy. That's the whole reason I'm even here. The reason you're here in Ironville. I saw myself in a dream, and something was wrong, and I thought that maybe coming here would be what was needed to uh, to make things right. The priest <laughs> <laughs> cracks a cold one. But he's silent for, to you, seems like a long time. And he says, My son, dreams are just dreams, and they do not influence what we do in our day-to-day living life. Now, you are the first to come to me with this. idea and you won't be the last but please take solace in the fact that the Lord is on your side and will support you it sounds to me like the Lord might be down that mine somewhere my salvation and forgiveness might be down that mine and maybe what the dream meant is all I need to do is go further down the mine to find what I need to just wipe everything fucking clean for myself. You hear, is that what you're saying, Father? You hear a, like a really slight just chuckle. <laughs> and then uh, like a kind of deep breath of just like, down that mine is only damnation, my son. And you may find what you want down there, but it might not be God's plan. And then with that, like, you don't, you just hear an opening of the door and a close, like, before you can Mm. get up and register and, like, another door closes and 
he, you know, the he left. He left the little confession house. Okay. He got off pretty easy. No hail marys or anything. Well, I think Enzo just doesn't know what those are, <laughs> and uh, what what the like assignments of penance no. are generally meant to look like. And but that's it's not fine. that we're disparaging the Catholic faith. It's just that we don't know. Yeah. Just to be clear, all you Catholics. Yeah, listeners. we're not not party to it. Um, I made a lot of presumptions about God just now, and I'm just going to chalk that up to it's his plan. So I think that's uh, you know well within the purview of a frontier preacher who doesn't even necessarily belong to any proper church to just you know it's all God's plan. Kind of tell people generalities and semi. Well, actually, you weren't that helpful. I helped myself. You helped yourself a lot. I don't know anything about religion or what a priest does. Well, so. I, I mean, the priest character didn't really help Ronnie. Oh, I just but also, was Ronnie spooky. wasn't really listening. Yeah, yeah, Ronnie just wants to hear his voice. Um, but yeah. Okay, right, so, you, well, so I leave, right, so you I leave, leave the, the church. confession booth and you're walking out, and as you're mm-hmm. walking out, you see... I don't, I'm, I don't step in. No, you don't step church. in. Like, I leave the church. He's like leaving the church, he exits the door, and as he leaves the door, like, you're walking up to... The chapel, the church. Okay, because so I am you two are orthodox, to, and you two are back together. <laughs> uh, on the way back to the, uh, on the way back to the inn or the saloon, I assume that's where we're going. We're not going to talk to Nathan anymore today, right? Well, I here's your bottle. I I brought yeah, you. Appreciate it. Take that. Um, and then I, I take it and I take a swig and I say, uh, supper. Well, yes, of course, supper. It's fucking supper time. Uh, but, uh, Safiris, do you know... Have you heard of Dante Alighieri? No. Mm. Thought maybe you would. I hear Italy is near your I'm own not Italian. Homeland. I know you're not Italian, but... Do you uh, know that? A little closer. I've heard the story. I'm a troubadour. and no, I, no, no, not the story of Dante, but, like, are you sure he's a... Greek man? I know well, he's Greek. I okay. just don't necessarily know geography that well and how close or not even the same place Greek and Italy, Greece and Italy even are. But, uh... I'm from I a say, small island in the Cyclades, so... That I don't fucking know. It's like you guys are it's walking Greece, back to the brother. lands. It's really not that it's far just Greece, from Greek the islands. church. Well, this, uh, this Dante fellow, as I hear it, he, uh... To... To to get to heaven to find salvation, he had to go all the way down through the entirety of hell itself, and that's uh, actually all I'm gonna say about that. I'm done talking. Let's go get drunk and have dinner. Supper. Supper. What Greeks say supper? No, but I I maybe, but like in the time. <laughs> Supper yeah, is like we would have said supper. I just say dinner well, because I like dinner. That's a word like that's not really in my context. Yeah, which is supper time. time. Is whatever. It's supper time. It's supper time to you guys. I think mom's parents are the only people ever in my whole life who consistently said supper, and it's it never entered my vocabulary. No, never. I think early dinner or late lunch. Yeah, and then late dinner. All right, so so you guys walk back in. There's what's going on. There's yeah. again a stew brewing on the thing, as well as you know three players at a poker table. Joanna is again just behind the bar, kind of running around. She's 
doing a little bit of like, you know, bar back. She's cutting up some stuff. And every now and then, as you come in, she's like walking over and like throwing something else in the soup. Like some meats are just being plopped into it to like stew and simmer. That's what you see. All right. Uh, well, I partake of whiskey and stew again. And for me, it might it might not be so much to Saphir's tastes, but uh, for me as a frontiersman who has often just had lean squirrel soup for one meal in every three days, this pot of stew that I have free access for, that's plenty and fine for me. Hmm. What's in the stew? Can I use my cooking to analyze what's in the stew. Sure. I'd be curious to know, just Cosmo, the, the role-playing okay. player, but uh, so, Ronnie is not interested. Okay, so you walk up, you're... Yeah, give me a roll. How difficult is it? So I think, that's, I think that's cooking on minds. Or I mind? guess perception. I would say perception. perception. It's perception. like smell, smell and taste. And, and so taste. Your, yeah, what's yeah. your perception? Six plus one for cooking is seven. Okay. You need eleven to figure out what's in this stew. Seventeen. Nice. All right. So you you walk up to the stew as it's cooking, and you like you take a ladle, Mm. you like pull it up, give it a little like you blow on it, you taste it, you smell it. What you smell and what you taste is, and also like looking at the chunks and stuff that's in it. There's like. It's, there's a, like, a tomato base to it. Like it. There's also, like, game animal. Is this the Red Dead Redemption stew? Yeah, the Brunswick stew. Brunswick stew, yeah. Little, a- little aside, uh, just for our podcast <laughs> listeners, um, we, we haven't done this in a while, but the real quick recommendation segment, I'm just going to insert this in the middle, uh, the Binging with Babish YouTube cooking channel. Does Fantastic. a great video of how to make this stew, and I've never gone out and gotten, like, a side of deer and a side of bear and a bunch of rabbit to actually make this stew, but it looks amazing, and it's it's cool. So, yeah, you taste, you know, tomato, onion, potato, as well as the meats that are simmering and tendering and cooking. You can't pick out all the animals, but it's definitely, like, game meat that have been brought in. Uh, you know, some herbs and spices. It's tasty, and it will definitely fill you up, because there's, you know, meat and potato starch in it uh, with, a you know, a hunk of bread next to it. That's a full meal for anybody. Where are they getting the tomatoes? I'm curious. Well, the little, like... That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, canned tomatoes exist as a thing at this point in history, but it seems like this town is uh, not getting resupplied very often. No, it is not, so good question. But you also you also realize that this is almost the exact same taste and stew that you had the night before. It's probably just the same Yeah, they just skipped it on a separate. All right, so I'm going to go upstairs <laughs> and grab some stuff from my cooking kit. And come back down with some salt and some thyme and herb this bitch up a little bit. Uh, you herb that bitch up. What's your skill in 
cooking. Cooking. Would that be your mind? I think perception? I think that's mine now that I've analyzed like, it. Now that I know what's it, in it. You figured out what's in I it. I analyze what it needs. So, so mind. All right. So that's an eight. Your mind is eight? Mm-hmm. All right, you need an eight or better to pump up this stew to the next level. Fifteen, baby. Next level stew. Alright, you are messing around with it, and Joanna comes up to you and is like, what the fuck are you... Not. Maybe a little olive oil in there? She's not that aggressive. She's like, what are you doing? And she's like, this is her job. <laughs> so that's why she's a little bit like... Wait, territorial, I get it. And she like comes up to you like, what are you doing? And you're like, dropping stuff in there like fucking Remy and Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> and like, get caught, and like, uh... And she's like, ah, and you're just like, I'm trying to make it better. And she is like, looks at you and like, That's she a grabs a spoon. Not to say that it was bad before. She grabs a spoon, like Miss. eyeing you hard and Misses. like, you know. Like Chef Skinner. Yeah, like swirls it around and like, <laughs> you know, she takes a little bit of the broth out of it and like tastes it. And is like, son of a bitch. That is better. And just kind of that's all she says. I'll get, and she's like, I'll get you a shot for your work. So is there still bread above the, the fire? Yeah. So I, I like rip off a chunk of bread and be like, oops, I dropped it. And like dropped it in the stew. And then like, I guess I got to eat it now. And then <laughs> take it out and eat it. She just kind of laughs and like you know, walks away back to the bar. Or, like, she walks to the table where there's, like, three guys playing poker. Like, grabs their empties and, like, fills them back up and then, like, looks at you again and, like, she's happy. Like, (laughs) she, this is a little thing in her life that's gotten a little better. Her cooking, I guess. And walks back to the bar and runs it. All right, we eat supper. Yeah. You eat supper? I eat supper. I drink. Uh, I consider joining in on the poker game, but I feel like I don't I don't want to end up having to shoot somebody. How um, how you feeling with the ribs? Also, like, did Nathan say he was going to come talk to us, or do we need to go to he him? He said we'd go talk to him tomorrow. Tomorrow. He, when he, I'm he feeling better. He told you that... He would send Spud over with the payment. Oh, yeah, with our payment, which we haven't gotten yet. And as you guys are eating and you're cooking, you're helping cook and you're Is it Master Spud? Master? No, he's not Master. (laughs) Spud comes back in. He comes into the links and it's later now because you got, because like dinners, like, you know, she, when you guys walked in, she was putting bits of meat into it. So it's still cooking and simmering for a couple, like an hour. So Spud comes in and give me a little perception check on both of y'all. Both of us. Uh, I got like time of day. Base perception of eight. I got analysis on top of that. Though. Oh, sure. Analysis. All right. So you nine, analysis nine. the whole time. Yeah, that yeah, hasn't come into. That wouldn't have helped me fall down a <laughs> hole. So you got nine. What you got? Just perception. Yeah. Six, babe. Okay. Why you get caught? I rolled a twenty. All right, so what you I can tell what time of day it is. Seventeen. Right. This is the place to blow our fucking good rolls. Yeah, whatever. So you both are not drunk yet. If you are trying to get drunk mm-hmm. tonight, but you also you you see Spud, 
he comes into the links and he's got just in his one hand, you know, an envelope. And he walks up to you both and like pulls you aside and like gives you the envelope and it's like Mr. Nathan Spade or Mr. Spade would like to thank you for the work you've done for him. He apologizes for the inconvenience that left you sitting. Inconvenience, you say. For so long before. Stranded at the bottom of a hole, I were. It's called a mine. (laughs) Mine's just a type of hole. And so it's like, it doesn't matter. You just said hole too many times. It doesn't matter. But he thanks you and looks forward to seeing you in the morning and he trusts that your injury will be mostly healed to continue the endeavor that he needs done. And he leaves like the envelope and walks away. You look into it and it's exactly what Nathan Spade promised you, $50 each, as well as another little written thing, which can't read. (laughs) So I don't know what you guys do with that. Oh, I have a plan. So, how much of the bottle is left? Probably nothing, right? Like, we've had our supper. I don't know if, like, nothing, nothing, because I, you know, I still want to be functional when we go down. Well, I I pour another another drink for you. Okay. And I down the rest of the bottle. I graciously accept. Okay. Okay. You can do that. Then I take, I take the, the note that we got in the mine from the rope, I take that out and put it with the note we just got. And then I take the bottle and I overly exaggerate my like steps and like, oh, I'm super drunk. And I go up to the bar. All right, so that's deception. Are you... Sure. I feel like it's if very you, light deception if we have... If you want to make me roll for it, I'll roll for it. You don't have to roll okay. for it right now. Oh, I got Where are you got, going with the rest of this? Okay, so I get to the bar, yep. acting clearly drunk, and I... Mrs. Uh, Joanna. Mm-hmm. She's at the bar, and she sees you coming up, and, like, you know, moves to where you're coming to, and, like, when you get there, she's there. Uh, she's like, what can I get you? I think another, another bottle, um, but also, like... I've had, the bottle is gone. Uh, so, like, the cursive English, and, like, as you may or may not know, I am from Greece. Mm. So, English is hard to read for me, especially in cursive. Uh, could you please read these to me, because I cannot focus right now. Okay. You don't have to roll for that. She... You're drunk enough, and also endearing, and also smile. what she got going on. <laughs> so you have the note you just got, as well as the first one mm-hmm. that came down? Yep. Okay. So you want her to read them to you? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so a good plan. She, like, pulls it's a pretty them. good plan, isn't it? <laughs> she pulls it, she, like, takes the notes, and, like, like opens up the lettering and the first one so the one you got when you cleared it and it got lowered down on a rope Mm -hmm. she opens it up and she reads it to you and she reads 
Mr. and Mr. or Mr. Ronald, Mr. Sephiris. Keep trying. It's all right. He might have spelled it wrong. She too. might have. Yeah, she might yeah, have yeah. mispronounced. So she's like, "Thank you for clearing the blockage at level six hundred. I know this wasn't our initial agreement, but." To get the profit that I am after, I need to be below the 800 level. Now, I know there was a major blockage at 600, but there's also maybe a another fabricated one below that. If you can please continue further down to allow the lift further to allow the lift to reach further depths, it would be greatly appreciated. And that's it. Okay. Now the second note that came with your... Monies. Monies, that was the agreed upon amount. The note says, thank you gentlemen for your help in clearing the debris and blockages below the six below the 700 level i know i can't ask you for more but always i would appreciate if you continue to help me in ridding myself of my problem and you know period that's it uh uh and she like reads it and like like, gives the notes back to you, and then also gives the bottle. And she doesn't, like, really say much. She's just, like, and, like, as she hands, like, pushes the bottle towards you, she's, like, she says, well, looks like you guys might be around for a while. And, like, or she says, looks like you guys might be around longer than most and like pushes the ball over to you winks and then like i i says not like i don't like keep her back but like i says that's what i thought they said they just sounded like the same thing and i was like am i reading the same note over and over and like you know i'm saying this as i'm taking the bottle away so like i'm talking I'm drunk yeah. talking to myself. You're probably drunk. You drank uh, at least half a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> You're drunk. Okay. I guess it wasn't that I didn't need to fake it that much. I'm just <laughs> drunk. <laughs> so I go sit down with the fresh bottle and tell Ronnie that uh, basically the notes say the same thing. Thanks, but Thanks, do but. more. Okay. And... We weren't actually, like, abandoned down there, but he was like, hey, a little leverage, do a little more fucking favor for me. All right. So, now we got to go talk to Nathan. Well, I think now we got to go to bed. So, yeah, you guys continue your night. It's like, like unless, in the afternoon. Like, no, it's later. Oh, now it's later, huh? Well, like, so, like, you guys left It the was, church. like, three in the afternoon when we got out of the tunnel. When we went to... No, no, no. When you guys came out of the tunnel, it was like, yeah, like two or three. He, he okay. went to the right. to the priest. You went to the links. He was at the links for, or no, at the chapel for an hour or more, maybe two hours. 
you maybe didn't spend a lot of time with Lynx, but when you found him, it was like five or something. Okay. When we got back to the Lynx, she was putting in like the meat to the stew to simmer and like cook. And now it's late okay. or at night. Okay. Uh, yeah, so. Bedtime then. Yeah, finish finish our drinks and head to bed. Okay. So, you guys wake up in the morning, your respected rooms. You did not, or you, you, Ronald, did not have a dream again. Okay. But a restless night of sleep. And you had, as well, just a drunken night of sleep of passed out and woke Did up. I finish the second bottle? Um, yeah, most of it. Nice. <laughs> you guys wake up again and you come down. There's again just like the night before or the morning before. I bring my own coffee this time. I'm gonna make some Greek coffee and show all these wet, like stupid Americans how to make coffee. Well, as you come down, like again, you guys are like for whatever time in the morning. You guys are the first ones down. Joanna is again up. She looks as tired as as ever. As ever. Not more so. And she looks at you both like, rough night, I guess. And, like, points to, like, there's there's eggs and bacon and coffee by the fire. It's already ready. So you, you should talk. You look like you haven't slept in a week. <laughs> she, like, laughs as she's, like, cleaning some glasses. And, like, well, if I had the luxury, I would. And just continues her job, her her work. Mm. So you guys do some eating, and then do you want... So right now you need to go to Mr. Spade again, whenever you leave. If there's anything, there's nothing much to do right now. There's, you know, Joanna's walking around, she's doing her proprietor things, cleaning up from the night before. I, so, I, instead of taking the coffee that's in the end, I do Greek coffee. Uh, I offer to Joanna. Does she take it, and how good does she think it is? Um, she doesn't take it. Okay. And as you're, like, doing all this stuff for your fancy coffee, she just kind of laughs and is like, um, she, she watches you do it, and is like, I hope it's better than last time. And continues her stuff and, like, her work. That's a weird fucking thing to say. And she doesn't take any, and you guys, you you have your coffee. Greek up in this bitch? Alright, so we take our, okay, so, like, I don't, I just, let's go to Nathan. Yeah, let's go, let's go talk to him. Alright, so you guys go to the company store. Spud is working again, doing inventory, checking his stuff. Store's the same as he left it. He he sees you guys enter and like nods and like with like his one he like gestures to the stairs and is like uh Mr. Spade is expecting you and ready. Alright. And as you go up, Nathan Spade is sitting at his desk and he's got like a little coffee mug with a bottle of whiskey next to it. And he's drinking the <laughs> coffee, and, like, as you guys come in, he's, like, finishing a sip, and he, like, gestures and, like, sits you down and, like, pours the bottle into his mug and, like, kind of looks at it like, huh? 
like offers it to you guys. I take uh I take some, yeah. And then he gets up, he like, so I thank you boys for getting in. And like he asks you, Mr. Ronald, how are you feeling today? Oh. And your discomfort from the injury as well as like the night before are basically gone. So any toughness penalty is gone. Okay. And you hadn't really thought about it. But you notice that, like, oh, shit, like, I don't hurt right now. I, uh, I don't hurt anymore. Probably because it's all that laudanum. Yeah. And, like, he pours you a drink and is like, just as, just as I hoped. And, like, you know, he puts a coffee mug, but, like, it's just whiskey <laughs> or whatever. Down in front of you and, like. I like a know, little coffee in my whiskey. In he's got a little pot and, like, pours some, co- like. Fair amount of coffee <laughs> and mostly whiskey, and like gives it to you. And like, Mister Sulfurious, any any refreshment this morning? I I feel like I still have my cup of Greek coffee. Oh, you brought it with you? I brought. From I the pour, I got another one because Joanna didn't take it, so I took it. Right. So, so I what, say I'm good. What right. makes it Greek? Just the I don't know. Well, it's just the way it's made. The so, grind, like, you keep like the, you the keep coarseness the grinds, and the... You keep the grinds in there. Okay. The coarseness and, like, how long it cooks for and mm-hmm. whatnot. So, you both are, like, sit down. You got your drinks. And he sits back down. He's like, he takes a sip. And he says, I apologize for my actions the day before. I needed to know that the levels were clear. Well, there is actually something that we should probably tell you about that. Uh, we did run into somebody down there. And he, like, he's, like, about, like, as you're talking, he's, like, about saving the stops and, like, puts it back down. Who did you run into? Probably they. And I put emphasis on the word they. I'm a little lost. <laughs> Looking from uh, Sephiris to, to Mr. Nathan, but uh, I don't say anything. Okay. He is, it looks like he hasn't smiled in years, <laughs> but you see a little, almost a grin, and he, like, picks it back up and, like, drinks it. Now, they are a problem, and... Well, that one won't be a problem. Well, I hope you took care of him. Splashed his guts across the mine wall, I did. That's a good thing. And they aren't welcome in my mind. Now... I appreciate that. Uh, something, though, about the two of yours' demeanor... He and was carrying yours, these, Mr. Nathan. And I slapped the wax candles mm-hmm. and the ore. And he just kind of, like, looks at them and is like, yep. And he's just like, yep. Yeah. They can't buy from my store, and the way into the mine, granted there's one main one, but there's easy ways to just dig down. Those looters, they they just find their way in. saying that's all that is. It's, it's just poachers, poachers down in the mine? And he nods and is like, yep. The sister mine to the iron shafts, the cougar mine, it's only... It's just outside of town, and it interlocks, or interlinks with our iron shaft in many places. I feel like, uh, might have been worth your mentioning that there might be 
gunman down in the hole. When we first went in, and at the very least, I'd appreciate a uh, box of shells before I go back in on the house. He, like, from drinking, he, like, puts it down, like, pushes it aside, and, like, it's like business now. <laughs> now, Mr. Ronald, I feel I fully, as much as I know and care to tell you, but as far as my payment to you, feel you had the information needed. Now, yes, there are poachers, looters that s are stealing from me, but they are not my concern right now. And it seems you handled them stupendously. Now, the blockage below the 900, or, sorry, yeah. The blockage to the 900 level was my main concern, and if I'm ever going to bring this town back on the map and compete as a company, those poachers are spiders. And feel free to crush them when you see them. When you say spiders, uh, Ronnie gets a little... <laughs> and uh, Spade doesn't like pick up on that. He's in his own you know, train of thought. So feel free to crush them as you would a spider. Mm. Now, granted, I did not tell you everything, but understand that most good Samaritans like yourselves who come to this town to help our company problem, they don't come back. So I had to make sure that you guys could deliver. That's why I didn't pay you up front. I'll supply you with your needs down in the mine, for the most part, within reason. So and what? I will pay you good compensation for your actions down there and the tasks you complete. But this isn't my first rodeo, boys. And you can't pull one over on me. What is your guys's? So, I want to I want to roll to see if he knows that you can't read. Like he gave you a thing. <laughs> okay. I kind of want to give you like how well you lied and like looked at a thing and like pretended. to Well, read we know it. what he says. Yeah, uh, we, in the notes. Well, you know what? We know the he content says, of it. But like, you know, he gave you a contract when you first oh, got here, right? And you guys took yeah. it. And just did whatever. Okay. And took it um, down, did everything he said to do with it, that's but true. never read it. Okay. So I think my move would be to uh, grin. Uh, all right. So I'm not gonna grin. So I'm, I'm not gonna roll for like hit because okay. he thinks he he's got his. What, do you want to roll against us? No. He okay. just is telling you everything he wants to tell you right mm. now. So how how good are we bluffing? Is what you want. No, he's not trying to press you for, I guess, a bet or a clue. He's just telling you, like, yeah, I definitely kind of fucked you over, mm. but you handled it. And you also did everything I asked. Mm. So, so we're right, still so, rolling for a bluff. Yeah. To be not, like, we knew what, like, we understand. It sounds everything. like he's rolling against us. He's rolling against you guys okay. in the sense of. So what am I defending with to mm, pretend I, guess, I can read? 
Either your mind mind or perception as far as, is he telling the truth? Um, is Nathan Spade talking to you guys right now, telling the truth? Uh, I want to argue for, I want to use my charisma because it's all about like body language and facial expressions. Well, alright. Because I got a winning smile. So I'll do a roll. Yes. To see what he's at. You do a roll. He might not be able to well, tell you. He so might be able to tell you. My, my or bi- hear your tell. So with my winning smile and charisma, that's eight. So it's difficulty at eight. You're going to roll against me. Yeah. I think. Right? Or, I think Nathan is rolling against our values here. Or we don't have to do a roll, and this was just him, you know, vomiting kind of a speech to you guys. And he'll continue it. And you guys decide what to do. You don't really have to roll because, like, I thought about that, but, like, he's not really trying to pull one over on you. He need like, he needs help. Right. But he's also, with the funds he has, he's also not trying to lose stuff. So he's not going to give, like, you can argue and bargain for a deal. But, yeah, he's not, like, he didn't catch that you guys didn't know how to read. He doesn't know that. Okay, well... So, all right, sorry, sorry. So that was, uh, that was my bad. So he continues. Now, I didn't, or you guys are still here in my town looking for work, and I have work for you. Now the poachers, looters down in my mine, they are not my problem. They'll be yours. But, you've shown you can handle them. What I want is the gold and, like, greedy glint in his eye of, like, (laughs) I want the gold, the silver, the diamonds, my mineral deposits that are below that level that you guys helped clear. All right. Well, then what's the next contract? What do you need us to do next? What I need you guys to go do next is go below the 900 level. There is a nuisance of looters down there. That's pretty deep. Well, it's deep, but with the lift cleared... It should be no trouble. You can lift us down to a thousand. Yeah. I want you to clear them out. Uh, Once they're dead, you come back to me. Let me know they're dead. And I will. You can bring anything you want up. How do you want to know they're dead? Just by us returning, or do you want scalps? Or ears? I want them dead. You are going to be at least 900 feet deep. That is a sufficient enough grave for anybody. Okay, but do you need proof? You coming back is proof. Okay. Even if only one of you comes back. Well... Grim? If only one of you comes back, I will give you the party, the deceased, rest in peace, and he, like, crosses himself and is like, hope it doesn't come to that. When he crosses, uh, Ronnie kind of 
fumbles to do it as well. He doesn't notice. Like, uh, I will give the other party the amount promised. Okay. Uh, so fifty dollars. And he like shakes his head. He's like, "This is worth more than fifty dollars." Good. This is my company getting back on the map through this bullshit that I have been so circumstanced to deal with. Are you offering us a share? Of the company? He laughs. Of the mine. A share of what we bring up. A share of what's down in the mine. If we open operations... He again, like... He, like, kind of, like, holds up his hand and does a little laugh. You bring up whatever you want, and I'll pay for it. Whatever you bring up, and he's... Decide, you roll, he's... Give me a perception check. He says, whatever you bring up, I'll pay for. It is not worth what is down there, though. Okay. Perception is six. Um, I have analysis on my perception as well. What is this? What is this role going to tell us? Well, it's you deciding if he's lying about okay, yeah. Okay, what's down there and Him. the worth of it. Um. Okay. Five. What was your skill? Fucking hell. <laughs> uh. So, six is my attribute. Alright, so you can't tell if he's like... Bullshitting me? Nothing. Ne- Alright, so yeah. Neither of you can tell if he's lying about... That real bad. Sure. Yeah, the worth of it. Okay. But he also is like... So what's the flat rate, then? Flat rate for no this. share. And he's, you know, takes... He pulls his coffee, whiskey bag, takes a drink, puts it down. Flat rate. I want you to clear out the infestation of looters, and I will pay you each each $60. That's not much more than 50 That's not. You've done most of the work already. Shit. Tell you what, Mr. Nathan, uh, $60 sounds alright if, uh, if Spud downstairs doesn't charge us for anything we take down into the mine. I think also uh, this gold, like, we already brought back some gold ore here. So, well, yeah, you're this, at the value, that. At the we, value of this here, we showed it to him. Add the value of this yeah. here to uh, to that $60 each. He, like, he pulls it, and he does the mineral miner, you know, jewel or jewel or... Mm-hmm. He, like, looks at it, checks it out, he's like... And he puts it back down. I guess there's probably about maybe two ounces so, of gold in that. I think that's good enough. We'll give you that. We'll take the $60 each and free general store tab. You want full reign of my store? Like, with within reason. Mm-hmm. We're not going to take everything. We're not going to lose it what bare. We need. Just what we need but to get the job need. done. I spent some shells the last time we were down there. I'd be happy to outfit you boys, but if you treat my merchandise the way you treated my last canary that I gave you, 
Well, I don't see it does you much worth anyway. We're going to need another canary, by That's the way. That's another thing. We're going to need a canary. He spends some time with you guys. Alright. You have relatively free range of the store for ammo and the things that you'll need to survive in the mine. Now take care of them because they'll save your life in a pinch. Now the contract stands and this time instead of like writing on some paper he pulls out from his zest like an already written piece. And I'm still a man of my word. He like, you know, pushes it across with a pen. You won't receive payment until you come back up, because I don't pay the dead. That's that's fair. Now, if you do what I ask, I will pay you, and you will continue to see promising returns on my half. But the bargain is you, as you, as long as you guys, as long as you gentlemen deliver on your half. I get up to leave. Yeah, I I follow downstairs. Oh, did well, you sign the contract? Well, well, yeah. Oh, did he, did he want us to? Well, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. It, I didn't feel like that was clear. Yes, yeah. I. He pushed it across with a pen. I scrawl an X. I I uh, make my mark. <laughs> he pulls it back and like looks at them, but then he's. So as we're almost to the door downstairs, I turn around and say, "Oh, one more thing." And I think you owe me. And I pull out this salt-stained letter. And I hand it to him. Have you seen this before? Alright, he grabs it and looks at it. And remind me what is on it. So, when you open it up, it looks like it was like in the sea for like two weeks. But, there's no writing. There is a scrabbly scrawl of a trident... And then it's also the mark that I just made on the contract. And it has the words Ironville, Colorado Territory. Mm-hmm. He he does a study of it and like spends a good almost a minute like like looking at it and also like pulls it back up and just like fucking looks at right. the paper. Also it's got like postmarks. Yeah. Right. And he hands it back to you. It's like, I don't know what kind of joke you're playing. Two things. This is post-dated weeks from now. Two? I can't read any of this. This is These aren't words. And he hands it like back to you. Whatever joke you're trying to play or like pull one over on me. It's not on me. It's no joke, sir. And he, like, Spud will take care of your knees and, like, waves you out. So you need, down in the store, a box of shells. Box of shells. Uh, yeah, box of shells for Ronnie O'Leary. Um, uh, just, kept, just tin. I took back fine. the wax candles, by the way. So keep I got the, keep wax the candles. candles, that's good. Uh, another canary. I want two lanterns. Uh, a pry bar. And 50 feet of good rope. 
I'd like a little length of rope for myself as well. And what I do with my lantern is uh, I tie it like I tie it to my opposite hip, but then pull it across my opposite shoulder so it kind of sits in my chest mm-hmm. high up instead of like down on my waist or sitting on my head, something stupid. So, so got, it's like a chest light. So yeah, canary. Okay. A little bit of rope for me. Uh, box of rope shells. for you both. Yeah, at least 50 feet of excess. 50 shells. feet, good rope. A box of shells, same as what it is today. Like, what is like what 25. It, 25 in a box. So you got, yeah, you got plenty of bullets. You... Do I get two lanterns? Two lanterns, yeah. Okay. I and also, although... I like, also, uh... Has he got any chalk? Good call. Uh... Yes, I guess. Okay. I take a couple couple blocks yeah, of chalk. Just, like, in a pocket. Yeah, I yeah, want to be able you. to, like, mark, um, you know. So, although... Nathan Spade told you that... Well, you know, it's calmed... Spud, you know, rings everything up, and between the both of you, it's like 40 bucks for this stuff. Uh, Nathan said he was paying for it. Mr. Spade. Um, Also, I want four more sticks of dynamite and another 50 feet of fuse. Uh, Spud, the clerk, like, (laughs) types the stuff in, and like, ching, ching. And he, like... Yeah, Nathan Spade is paying for you, but uh, gotta pay the company. Fuck does that mean? And he just kind of he does a you know a one arm shrug, it's like, and he gives you what you want. Like, so he we got go- the stuff. He goes back into like a different room. But we're like, just in a ledger book, like in Malcolm in the Middle when he goes to Alaska. Basically, it's a company store. Yeah. So well, like, I'm not fucking giving him a cent. Let's get out of I here mean, and I'll go just, to the mine. Yeah, I'll light out. Let's <laughs> let's go shoot people in a mine. You don't want the dynamite? No, well, I take. No, di- we take I'd it. We take dynamite. all the stuff. Take we just don't give stuff. him any money. Yeah. Oh, Nathan's paying for it. We made that deal. He does. So he's just like, oh, you guys don't pay. So he just he writes it down, and he like puts it away in a box. All right, and then he follows you guys out to the. To the iron shaft entrance. Alright. And he asks you guys, what level are you going to? Uh, down to a uh, thousand. Nine. Thousand? Okay. As deep as we can go. Yeah, down to a thousand, Mr. Spud.